Now, this is the second in our new series in which we're talking about how you, as a common man in the pew or woman in the pew Christian, just uh, an ordinary believer in Christ with no special training, can use the Word of God to help other believers in counseling them with their problems. Now, before we get into all of the how-tos, which we're going to be dealing with over uh, the next several broadcasts, I'd like to just assure you today of the fact that you can help others, that there really is hope in the Word of God for helping other believers, that you don't have to have all sorts of degrees behind your name in order to help somebody in trouble, that you don't have to have some kind of a professional organization, that you don't have to go through some kind of a ritual or mumbo-jumbo in order to bring about certain kinds of results in people's lives. Now, of course, there are situations that have to do with medical problems, really medical problems. I'm not talking about the so-called mental illness, which really in 99% of the cases has to do with people's own sin and failure to do what the Word of God has to say. But I'm talking about serious medical, really biological problems. There are cases like that where, of course, if there's any question, whatever, you ought to encourage a person to see a physician. But today I'd like to point out to you what Paul says in his last letter. So turn to 2 Timothy, the third chapter. In this great passage that deals with the inspiration of the scriptures, to which we all turn whenever we want to think about that important subject, we also find that actually Paul is talking primarily about another question. While he mentions the inspiration of the scriptures, and of course this is a very vital issue here in verse 16, which we all must believe that God inspired or breathed out, as that word inspired means. It's really more of the word expired than the word inspired. The word inspired is this action, <gasps> breathing in. But the word expired is this action, <sighs> breathing out. And uh, what he's saying here when he says in verse 16, all scripture is expired by God, of course, we can't use that word about a book because the librarians got it and, and used it in a different way by getting it first. But uh, the word expired means that the scriptures are just as much God's word as if he were actually speaking them through a body that used breath to uh, make those words audible. If God were here in a physical body and speaking to us and we could hear what he had to say, he would say nothing more, nothing less, nothing different from what he has said in this book. These are as much his words as if he were actually here speaking them and our eardrums were picking up the sound waves. So that's what he's talking about here when he says that the scriptures are inspired. And notice, of course, that it's not the men who were inspired. Often you hear about inspired men people talking about the writers of Scripture being inspired. Now, that's not a biblical idea at all. Uh, that's the kind of idea that the liberals, the people who don't believe really that the Bible is the Word of God, are always talking about. They're talking about the men being inspired by some great thought or some marvelous truth or the sunset inspiring them or some cause inspiring them and so on. That's exactly what we're not talking about here. But Peter says that the men who wrote were born along or carried along by the Holy Spirit. But Paul says that the scriptures, the writings themselves, as the word scriptures means, 
were inspired or God breathed or breathed out by God. All right, now that's all background for what we want to look at here today in verse three, uh, 16 and 17. The scriptures are God breathed and because they are, he goes on to say they are profitable or as that word really means useful. An awful lot of people find the scriptures to be uh, just sort of general uh, platitudes or abstractions or nice principles or just factual material. Well, that isn't why the scriptures were given. They were given to be useful to us in our daily lives. And we're talking here about the use that they are to Christians. In verse 15, of course, he shows that they're able to give the wisdom that leads to salvation to non-Christians. So they're useful to bring men to faith in Jesus Christ and to salvation through him. But now we're talking about you as a believer and what you may do to help others who are in trouble. And notice what the scriptures are useful for. They're useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Those are the processes that go on in the, in the very uh, act of counseling another person. First, he has to be taught what the will of God is. And as we teach this from the scriptures, we see what God requires of us, what it is that we should be like, what it is that's right, what it is that's wrong in our lives. We need a standard for living and for believing. And the scriptures are useful. They provide that standard for us. But then the second word is for reproof. That word's a very interesting word. It really is a, a legal term in Greek, the original, that uh, speaks not just of reproving somebody, but far more of, of actually bringing him uh, to the courts and pursuing a case against him in the courts successfully to the place where he is convicted of the charge which has been brought against him. And that's the second thing that the scriptures do when we use the scriptures in counseling another person. They not only show us what is right and what is wrong, but they actually bring the charge of God in his word against us to show us where we have sinned, where our lives are wrong, and they convince us and condemn us of our sin. But the scriptures don't only knock us flat. The third word, correction, really means literally to stand up straight again. That's what the Greek word means. So the scriptures knock us down, but they pick us up. They take us out of the difficulty. They disentangle us from the problem, and they head us in the right direction once again. So the scriptures then are able not only to tell us what God requires, to show us where we fail in meeting those requirements, but also to get us out of the messes into which we get ourselves. And there, of course, is a very important factor with reference to counseling. But notice there's a fourth factor there, too. The scriptures not only teach, convict, and correct, but they train us in righteousness. Once the scriptures show us what God requires, then they show us what, uh, how we have failed to meet those requirements, and then they take us out of the problems and get us out of the messes into which we get ourselves in our sin, they also can train us to stay out of those problems in the future. They train us in righteousness, in how to walk in the way of righteousness for his name's sake. And then finally, the scriptures say, uh, the passage says in verse 17, that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. There is no problem, no need, no difficulty occasioned by our sin about which the scriptures do not have the answer and about which they do not speak fully and adequately. There is nothing that we need to know outside of the scriptures to help another person 
in his living toward God and toward his neighbor. This book is absolutely, perfectly, 100% uh, adequate to equip you for to tell you everything you need to know to help another person who is in difficulty because of the sin in his life. The Bible is the textbook on counseling people about how to love God with all of their heart, mind, body, soul, and strength, and how to love their neighbors as themselves. So you have all you need here to help another brother or another sister who is in a problem. Right in this book itself, you don't need all sorts of other things outside. But you do need what's in this book, and we're going to talk a little bit about what's in it over the broadcasts in the days to come. Lord, help us all to see that the scriptures are truly adequate to keep us out of sin as well as to get us out of it once we get ourselves embroiled in it. Help us to help one another in this process, we pray for Christ's sake. Amen. <music> 